Are y'all interested in the truth? Are you obsessed with knowing what's right? What works? Well, here's something I wish if I could add something to the Agile Manifesto or to the 12 principles, it would be this, that the truth doesn't come from thought. Mm. Let that sink in, young Jedi. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. All right, everybody, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I appreciate each and every one of you. I want to talk to you for a moment about the value that we place on wisdom and the right way to get it. I'm talking about the truth today, ladies and gentlemen. And you might not think this is an agile topic, but believe me, it is. Because if you look around at the holy wars, if you look around and witness the dissent, it's time for us to focus as practitioners on what is true. How does agile actually help? Does it actually help? And what's the right way to deliver that help? Before we dig in, let's remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. Guys, if this helps you, you can help us by telling your friends. And hey, why not drop on over to the Facebook Badass Agile Listener Lounge? Details are in the show notes. Okay, one piece of classic wisdom that's been around for a very long time, but we tend to forget, is that the truth, or the way, or the right way, is not something that we learn by thinking about it, but rather by doing, experiencing, witnessing, and reflecting. Now, Agile, in a way, teaches us that, or at least reinforces it. But if you hop around on social media, read the latest book, go to the latest conference, you may see something very different. I believe we spend too much time philosophizing, studying, and intellectualizing agility. Which is completely bananas, because here's what I teach. I teach effectiveness, not efficiency, not productivity, not solely speed, but effectiveness. Which means I want to make everyone I meet better at doing what they think matters. What creates the most value for your customer? What creates a better life for you, for your teammates? What creates a better world or a better community? And as such, philosophizing and then spouting your philosophy, reading, studying, certifying, and hell, even broadcasting like I'm doing, may not be the answer. What matters is what you do. And how you do it matters as well. Because the expectation is, if you want to become excellent, if you wish to become effective, you have to learn what works through trial and error. There is no single book. If you fail to endeavor to try to fail and then to document, 
and learn from what just happened, then you will never learn what's effective. And the truth is this. No two teams are the same. No combination of people, personalities, will ever be the same. And as I've said many times, if you try to make a rule book, if you try to make scripts, you are sure to struggle because you will be looking for scripts and solutions and answers and plays that you can run for every single situation. And unlike football, in life, there is no playbook. So success in applying agility comes down to controlling the variables, trying things out, observing and being honest about the pain points and the failure points, and then collectively working as a team to try to figure out what could work better, what could get different results, and then trying again. But most importantly, and I've said this before as well, check for previous episodes on lessons learned. This I can tell you with utter certainty, that the sooner you start writing down what you learned today about yourself, about your team, about the process, and the more frequently you groom that information, go back through it, relearn from it, let it open up new wisdom every time you read it, the more it becomes ingrained in your soul, then it becomes part of the leader that you're becoming. It becomes part of your instinct. And instinct is so important as a practitioner because now you don't need a playbook. You get a better sense of feeling what might work. That means you can reduce the number of failed experiments you have to run before you get to ultimate success. But this is not the same as creating a master script. This is creating deftness and true agility. The ability to think on your feet, rapidly making decisions, minimizing upfront analytics and planning. And that ultimately is what increases effectiveness. Because what is effectiveness? It's getting the highest level of result with the lowest level of effort and frustration. In Agile, we might call that MVP. But how often do we, once we get into our corporate clients, see that replaced with productivity? Productivity and effectiveness are not the same thing. Now, here's the magical thing about being effective. People will say, well, how do I convince my corporate clients to focus on effectiveness, not productivity, not output? And the answer has always been the same. Show them. If you show them effectiveness, if you show them what high results with minimum viable effort looks like, they become believers. Because now you can use that reclaimed time to do different stuff, higher value stuff. The funny part is that nobody actually wants harder workers. They want more effective workers, but they don't know that until you show them. Which is highly relative to what I'm trying to teach you today, which is that truth cannot be philosophized, read about, studied, or even taught. It has to be experienced firsthand. So this week, I want you to think about how this could change your practice. The first area of waste that you could eliminate upon hearing this is to stop reading about what other people think. Stop reading case studies about what other people have done. Go back, reflect on what the Agile principles mean to you. I think we should spend more time learning about the Scrum values and less time learning about the Scrum process. Because if you stick to the values, you can't go wrong. You're going to fly straight. And when you stop reading, 
and you stop allowing yourself to be influenced by what you read in social media or in the communities or in the forums, when you stop caring about other people's opinions and simply get laser-focused on being effective, on being valuable and bringing value to your clients and your teams, then through action, something is going to happen. You're going to get a result, positive or negative. And if you start really locking your focus into observing and noticing and finding meaning in those outcomes, you will arrive at the truth. You will arrive at the way. You will learn what works. You will learn what matters all by yourself. Now, that's the real meaning of apprenticeship. That's the real path to mastery. So please reflect on that this week. Let me know what you think. Let me know how this impacts your practice. You can reach out at badassagile.com or find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile. I look forward to next time, guys. And until then, stay badass. Badass.